Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of October 4th and we are amped. We are welcoming Blake of the heavy metal band Soul. Oh, they have a new record out and we get an opportunity to speak to Blake about the new music that's coming out on October 23rd. You've heard some of the songs already. Some of the tracks have played on Octane and many uh, other uh, stations, uh, but like such brother uh, and so many other singles that are available right now as we speak. But the album Rise as Equals drops October 23. We speak to him and he lets us know a little bit uh, about how the whole debut album came about. That and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go fly. Guidance, transcope. Surgeon, go flight. Econ, we're going flight. GNC, we're going. Tell me, go. Control, go. Go, go. Capteo, we are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show With your host, Rodolfo Roman Thanks for joining us everyone on this program It's another episode of your October 4th We were off last week Taking a little break, but we're back at it again I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman I'd like to give a very special thanks to our good friend at Fusion CBD Visit FusionCBDProducts.com to purchase your products right now listen i myself i've just been taking this product and i have to tell you it, it's going great it's wonderful been feeling a uh, little less pain in my joints i've been popping uh, one of the recovery capsules and uh, i'm drinking the cbd infused water and i have to tell you i've been feeling just great so thanks again big shout out to fusion cbd products uh, head on over to FusionCBDProducts.com and purchase your products right now today. Uh, Soul Right. You've heard me talk about Soul Right here many, many, many times in the program. When it comes to recovery, this is another product that you need. It massages your body. Uh, if you're a runner or even if you lift weights, uh, if you practice jiu-jitsu or any, any sort of, of a physical exercise, this will help you recover quickly. I wake up in the morning and actually right before I go to sleep, I myself use a Soul Right. Head on over to soulright.com and purchase your Soul Right available right now for your purchase. And lastly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to head on over to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Purchase your lawnmower and shave your balls. Have them smooth, smooth, and the ladies will love it. Trust me, you on that. All right, that's manscaped.com. And lastly, if you're going to shave them, you got to have them smell good. Get yourself a bottle of ball wash. Head on over to ballwash.com and purchase your bottle right now. That's ball wash. Keep your jewels smelling cool. All right, guys, let's kick into gear here. Lots to talk about. We have Blake of Soul joining us a little later to talk about their debut album, which drops October 23rd. That album is titled Rise as Equals, Soul teamed up with many legends of the metal world. 
including main singer of Disturbed, Morgan of Seven Dust, uh, and so much more. Uh, but really, this album, it, it goes really in-depth, very impersonal. And I am going to let Blake tell you all about it. But that's a little bit later here on the program coming up real, real soon as, you know, we're missing heavy metal concerts day by day. I know there's been some concerts that have been going out or have been taking place. But we've been getting some of these drive through um, concerts. Uh, Metallica just had one not too long ago. It went very well. But it's just it's just not the same. It's just not the same. You you need that that you need that human warmth, you know? You need to be surrounded by our, our metal sisters and brothers and just kicking ass in a mosh pit. Um and social distancing obviously is not gonna allow that to happen. Um and let's be honest here, we don't see, in my opinion, this virus going away anytime soon i mean it is what it is no matter what they tell you this thing is here for the long run will it ever be eliminated probably not but will it be controlled absolutely it's just gonna take pretty long time it's not gonna happen tomorrow or in a month or two or three or four from now it's not it's just the thing is is a uh, the virus that spreads very quickly we've know that now how the president of the United States um, fell uh, to the spell of COVID-19. He's doing well you know, with, with high spirits, but it attacks anyone. It doesn't matter your age, how much money you make, how much power you have. This thing is serious, and thankfully the numbers are of survival are a lot higher uh, than those that unfortunately lose your life. But either way, listen, there's a reason why, and I, you've heard me talk about this here in the program, there's a reason why scientists and doctors tell you to practice social distance and and, and mask. And it's because that's the best way, that, or best thing you can do to prevent from catching this damn disease or spreading it to a loved one. Because you might be healthy, maybe you might be healthy and might not feel anything at all, but if you have it, you give it to someone else. Unfortunately, that other person might not come out uh, defeating the damn thing. I, this just past weekend, on a personal note, I was in um, in the city up here, Delray Del Beach in, uh, in South Florida. And, and I just walked by on the street, on the sidewalk, with my mask, practicing social distancing, but... A lot of these restaurants and bars, you know, have a see-through window. You can see what's going on inside. And I have to tell you, man, it was shoulder to shoulder, people hugging and kissing like if there was no pandemic. So how do we expect to get better when all this nonsense is going on? I mean, essentially, Florida is pretty much opened. Pretty much we're open for business man we got our doors right opened i won't even be surprised if we if we do get some concerts sometime this year i know we're in october now but i won't be surprised if say november or december we get a little concert going on i don't know who or, or what band or what singer but i wouldn't doubt if we get something because 
Down here, for example, in Miami, the mayor has allowed ballrooms and banquet and concert halls to open. Therefore, as long as you practice the social distancing, then you can allow to have performances. But back to the point I'm trying to tell you is that some people are just not taking it seriously. This thing is real, man. And listen, I'm not I'm not here to tell you or, or judge you for what or who you believe in. What I'm trying to tell you is that the thing is real. Not everyone makes it out alive. It's just true. Yes, the percentages are high, higher of survival than those who pass away. But why even why even play with fire? Just do your best to stay home. Put your damn mask. Practice social distancing, and that's it. I I myself have gone to some restaurants, and I I refrain from eating inside because I don't know who Joe Schmo where he's been or, or that person that he spoke to last night was had been. You never know. So the best thing is, if you're going to go out, that's fine. Try to see if you eat outside and make sure that the table is about six feet, eight feet apart. The best thing you do, but but stay safe, everyone. This thing is serious. It's not a freaking joke. People are dying. Just, just don't be that guy. All right. By the way, Corey Taylor dropped his self-titled album and I'm digging it, man. You know, he talks about, and I know some people um, stay say as to, you know, he sold out. and But the guy is a very talented dude. I mean, let's just face it. The guy is talented and he really wanted to challenge himself. Hell, he even has a freaking song with hip-hop artists Tech 9 and Kid Bookie. And there's one song, man, that really just caught my attention um, because he does have some music, uh, ballads that he has with his former bad band, Stone Sour. But this one song, a very bad, it's a ballad, but nicely written, and it's called Home, actually. And man, the guy, you can see how talented he is. He's not just screaming and yelling like he does with Slipknot. But it's a song straight from the heart. And when a a, a musician is able to transition from the Slipknot, the screaming and, and, and the roaring, to the Stone Sour, which has a little bit of a mellow, a little singing, and then a little hardcore... And then you go to just himself, just Corey Taylor, who actually is a freaking singer who could jam. I mean, that is awesome. And kudos to him. You know, he wanted to challenge himself. He wanted to push himself to see where he can take himself. And he's obviously doing it with his self-titled album, Corey Taylor, available right now. Well, we're going to see this in person, God knows when. But I know he had a virtual concert this past weekend at the forum in california uh, and i'm sure you can check that out for yourselves well switching gears we're going to talk some pro wrestling and i have to i have to give kudos to the wwe because at last i don't know about you guys but they have me invested in the storyline of jimmy uso or jay uso and roman reigns 
this whole family debacle is is really intriguing it's very exciting now we find out that jay and roman reigns are gonna go out of the hell in a cell and in my opinion just my opinion I think the WWE is planting a seed. Now you're going to say, well, what do you mean? He's going to wrestle his, his other cousin? No, dummy. We might be getting Roman Reigns and The Rock. Maybe. I know The Rock has quietly retired, especially now. He just bought the XFL. I don't think he has enough time on his agenda to fill in some wrestling training. And he said that one of these, these previous matches that he had with John Cena, his last two matches, he suffered a herniated disc or, or hernia or hernia, I think it was. And let's face it, The Rock ain't 30 anymore. But why not? Why not put Roman Reigns in The Rock? And these guys are not flipping and flopping either way. They can tell the story. But what buildup that would be to see Roman Reigns... And The Rock, the passing of the torch, one day in WrestleMania. I'm down. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure those guys would definitely set in. With Paul Heyman in the mix, you got yourself a really nice little match, man. WWE's Thunderdome. We don't know where, where the future holds for that. We don't know exactly where... The, what the WWE is going to do since they're, they had a contract there until the end of of the month. So what happened next? Where does the Thunderdome go? Well, there has been some rumors that the WWE will be hosting some outside events with limited amount of people, sort of what they're doing with AEW. Nothing has been confirmed. But that is what they are aiming for. And knowing that Florida, as I stated earlier, is pretty much open, why not? As long as you're practicing the social distancing now, how many people are you going to get? That's a very good question. Listen, for me, for example, right? I'm not going to, even if I had the money, even if they gave me free tickets. As a fan, I'm not going to risk it, man. I'm just not going to do it. When I announce these fights, there's many protocols in store. It's not just checking the stupid temperature. No, it's, it's testing uh, the six feet apart. It also comes into play. The mask comes into play. And let's face it, you're in a wrestling match. You're, you're going to want to scream and yell and do all these things. So I don't think many people are intrigued yet. But will you get people? Absolutely. I really do think so. Hell, you get them at AEW. Why wouldn't you get them at the WWE? So I'm sure that's coming. Maybe like a like a drive-through type of pro wrestling event. I think maybe that'll do. Or we're just going to have to be patient. Hey, and shout out to AEW. AEW will be celebrating their one-year anniversary. Just when everyone thought that this was just going to be an experiment, it turned out to be something that's going to last. And, and kudos to the AEW crew. They, they do an excellent show. They really do bring something different 
compared to WWE. Yes, there are some familiar faces in that group, but they are doing different. And let's just face it, you're not going to see the same type of storylines in AEW than you would see in a Monday Night Raw. And, and I want to I want to circle back here. Totally forgot to mention that NXT uh, now has a or has renamed the Performance Center to be called Capital Wrestling Center. And I really like the feel of it. Obviously, it's a whole lot better than what they had prior with the one or two fans. But now they do have the same approach with the Thunderdome. And the shots of, of the wrestlers, you know, from the camera, the angles are, are really unique. It really looks like a freaking movie. Great angles, great shots. Really liking the new capital or the capital wrestling center um, where NXT will be taking place So good stuff. And by the way, the return of, ha- the return of Halloween Havoc takes place October 28th. Halloween Havoc on a Wednesday night returns back. Remember, that was the one of the top shows for WCW. And uh, they'll be celebrating, or at least NXT would, will, will be celebrating with the NXT brand. All right, we're going to go ahead now and bring Blake, singer of Soul, joining us about their new album dropping on October 23rd. Really looking forward to I had a sneak peek. I have to tell you, it's freaking awesome. Uh, but when it comes out, you guys are going to love it. We've heard some of the, the singles like Brother, uh, King of Misery, and, and so much more. But I'm telling you, you're going to love it when it comes out. Right here we go, Blake of Soul joining us right now on The Roman Show. Welcome back everyone to The Roman Show uh, and it's a true, true pleasure to have this man here on the program. Uh, You've heard their music on, uh, on Octane and many of the other rock stations I'm talking about. So they're joining us right now, Blake of the band, a vocalist, uh, with their hit song, Brother, uh, has had so many listens, so many streams on YouTube, on Spotify, and like I mentioned, on Octane and so many more. But Blake, thanks so very much, Soul, uh, really kicking ass uh, as we speak, and their new album drops October 23, Rise as Equals. Blake, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's a it's a pleasure to be on here with you, Matt. You guys have just been totally been been, been killing it. Um, just with brother, man, that song has has really captivated so many of the rock fans. You know that uh, that that's been been wanting some new music, and now you come with the uh, the new album, Rise as Equals. Um, t- tell me the anticipation to this, because I, I see that I noticed that you've, you you guys pretty much started back in, in, in 20, 2010. You dropped an EP, and then every now and then until now, you will release some some music. But now here we are, full blown album, first one. How, how does it feel? It's pretty much almost like a ten year in the making, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, when we released Brother last year, um, we released it in January twenty uh, fifth of twenty nineteen. Um, Zach and I, you know, we discussed that it was pretty much going to be our last hoorah, that if the song didn't, you know, 
blow up or, you know, do, do what we were hoping for. We were just going to, you know, settle down and get nine to fives and do it that way. But, uh, you know, the song really took off and it, it took on a life of its own and people really pushed it and gravitated towards it. And, um, it, it was a huge, huge thing, you know, um, being from such a, uh, writing it from such a dark spot, you know, about losing our brother, it really, um, everybody caught on to it. And like, um, we, we had so many stories and, and, uh, messages come through about similar situations that people were having. And, uh, it was, it was really great to see that we, you know, it, it brought a lot of people closer together and, and put a little closure to, you know, to what we went through, um, with the song and losing our brother. So, uh, it was great. And, you know, and, and this new album rises equals it's, uh, we put everything we possibly had into this record and I'm hoping it shows because we, you know, like I, I said before, it, we, wrote every song on this record like it was going to be the last song we're ever going to write. And um, I, I hope it shows. I hope people take notice to that. Well, you know, I've been one of the lucky ones that I've been able to hear the album. And uh, I, I can, I'm just not saying it because you're on, but every damn song in that album uh, is awesome. Uh, you thank, definitely thank have you. some great lyrics to it. And, and we'll get a little bit into it here. Um, of course, brother, uh, many folks can relate to that when they lose a friend, a brother, a family member. But but I understand, too, that you also went through another challenge. Your, your, your mother was battling cancer or battled cancer as well? Yes, actually, um, it was right. We were in the studio working on the record and um, uh, mom had already been diagnosed with cancer, but she was taking a downward uh, spin on it. And uh, um, that's when we released the song Trial by Fire. And that's pretty much about the, the struggle of being in the studio, um, you know, calling home and you know, checking in on the family and, 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 and doing that whole part. And, um, and then we just, we just lost her October of 2019. And, wow. uh, yeah, it was, it was a struggle trying to get this record done and take care of the home too. Man, you know, uh, kudos to that. Cause I have no idea how you guys were able to kind of pick yourselves up after going through something like you lost your brother, then your mother, uh, a short time after, but there's one particular song here, King of Misery. Um, that pretty much uh, tells the story of, of your dad and how he was dealing, uh, helping your mother uh, battle this this horrible disease of cancer. Um, and you worked with David Raymond of the, the rock legend of Disturbed. Uh, and, and what a great song that that was. And has your has your father heard that song or the lyrics? And, and, and what was his reaction? He, you know, I, I, I try to... Uh go over to my dad's house probably once a week uh, just to check in on him, see how he's doing. And uh, pretty much every time I go in, he's got YouTube pulled up with the song going, um, which is cool. I mean, he's, it's cool that he's a big fan of us too, uh, you know, not just, not just our dad. So um, it's, it's really cool. And, you know, he knows the meaning behind the song and, and all the songs that we do. And uh, he knows we always try to write from a personal level and um, he's very, he's happy with it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to, to write about, but, um, you know, we really dove in and, and, and got it done. And, you know, we tried to put a spin on one of his sayings, um, uh, something, I'm the king, uh, this is my domain. So we kind of put a spin on that as uh, he turned into the king of misery. When you presented this song, did, did he know off the bat it was about him or did you guys describe it to him? We told him, we told him because it was, uh, we worked with David for, I don't know, a, a little while there. We were doing Zoom back and forth during quarantine and uh, uh, we were kind of telling dad what we were diving in, writing a song about. So um, he kind of knew right off the bat. 
And not just David here. You, you worked with many other great legends, the Morgan of Seven Dust. I mean, you guys, you guys have some really good blessings going into this album, working with so many veterans in the rock game. Yeah, you know, it, it was it, it's crazy to think about. You know, um, you know, having these guys be on the record, and you know, Morgan Morgan drummed the track Inside mm-hmm. and uh, co-wrote it with us. And it was it's, it was crazy that you know talking to these guys and you know, guys like David and Morgan and, and them saying like, oh yeah, yeah, we're a big fan of what you guys do and we're a big fan of your music and so many, some guys that we looked up to for so long and, you know, that you always want to work with but you never know if you'll get the chance and, and for them to come on and, and be fans and, and uh, really want to work with us was, was huge. It was, a, it was a great thing. Who would have thought? I'm sure you've seen Disturbed and, and, and Seven Dust Live before you guys were, were in a band, no? Yes, for sure. And then I hear you are working together, putting uh, uh, some great music. How crazy life is! It's very crazy, and you know, it's something you want to do, but you don't know, you don't see it coming. It's just like, holy cow, it's really happening. So. <laughs> now you have another song. Really, this one really caught my attention because it's it's probably the slowest song in the album, and it shows your your versatility. Uh, and that's "Levy," uh, a very soft yeah. song. Uh, you start off saying. You say I'm lonely because you have given up on me. Uh, what's the story behind that? And, and, and who are you calling? Or, or is just that type of lyric or, or art form, right, that you just leave it to the person's uh, perception? You know, uh, it, it can definitely go to a person's perception, how they, how they need to perceive the song. Um, but in, in a situation like that, I'm, I was pretty much kind of talking to myself on, on uh, possibly giving up uh, on music, you know, because Zach and uh, I and Will, our bass player, wrote that song quite a while ago, and um, it's something that uh, our our manager, engineer, uh, producer Chris Dawson, yeah, uh, he caught wind of just off a, a little clip we sent him from uh, my phone that we just recorded, and he's like, "Well, we have to do this song," and and it was cool because it was an older song, and it's it's really you know like I am lonely because you've given up on me. The levee gave way. Now there's nothing left to see here. Um, it's just about breaking away and, and, and stopping what you, uh, you know, were aspiring to do kind of is what we, was the intentions on that. Right. Now you share the stage, of course, with the other bandmates, but also your brother, Zach, who helps you with the vocals. How is it working on stage there with, with, with your brother? You know, I love it. Um, I really don't know any other way. I've never been in a band with any else, anybody else besides Zach. Um, but generally we can we can think what the other person's thinking you know before it's even said or we have the same kind of mentality when it comes to this stuff so it's really great working with him and you know he's my best friend he's my brother and uh he's my business partner so i mean definitely i I love working with zach so i mean i wouldn't want to work with anybody else now i I took notice there that both your brother and yourself have almost similar tattoos on i want to say that you're right i guess yours is your right right hand uh yep. and his is left hand and then so which seems that's going to be the cover of the album of the tattoo on your hand T- yep. t- tell me that the, the th- what does this stand for and um why'd you guys determine to put it on your first album as your your cover you know well it's kind of, it's it's our logo it's it's one of our logos besides the salt font and um we use it it's 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 a dream catcher with a clock mm. inside, just, mm. you know, saying time's ticking away, you know, go chase, go chase your dreams kind of mm. thing is what we're, what we're 
getting with the logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's cool. Zach and I got both of our tattoos at the same time. I got mine on my right hand with the black lines fully covered in, and then Zach got the uh, the opposite, like the introverted or whatever version uh, on the other side. So um, it, it was cool. It was cool that we did that. We, you know, and at the time we didn't really know what the album cover was gonna be the logo. Um, we just knew that we wanted to to carry it and, and and have it on us. So, so the tattoo came before the album cover, I would assume. Yes. So, uh, Dreamcatch, you know that that's something notorious with 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 American Indians. Uh, you're in Iowa. Did you get your inspiration anywhere from 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 that? Maybe you went somewhere and, and visited a, one of the, the 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 areas of the tribes, and you got some motivation for the tattoos. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, around around us and in, in you know Sioux City and South Dakota and um, you know there's there's a lot of native native people around here and um, some of them, my best friends are, are native people from around here so um, it's definitely part of our you know influence and um, just having that and it you know we just think it's super cool to you know the history of of the native people around here so it's one thing that we really really like. Cool stuff. Now we, we, of all these songs from the album and again you got. You guys got some great stuff there. Which song are you looking forward most to play live whenever we get back to the stage? Because <laughs> we never know nowadays. You're right, right. Um, you know, we really, it's, it's fun. You know, you, you get to a song like Inside um, and you look back at Miles and, and you know, he t- has to take a deep breath because that song's a ripper. It's, it's the, the guitar riff and the drums is just ripping the whole time. So, it's cool to see those guys sweat a little bit when it comes to that song. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, uh, but, you know, I think I'm really looking forward to playing any shows, honestly. And I don't know if a certain song in particular, it's great to play Brother Live. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Um, half the time the crowd is louder than we are. So, I mean, it's, it's a huge um, impact when, when we're playing live and just hearing the crowd, you know, sing all the words with us. So stuff like that is really what we're looking forward to again. So the new album drops October 23. It's going to be available, obviously, for purchase and streaming services, Rise as Equals. But um, with COVID-19, you know, with, with, with the drop of an album, you have a release party. Are you guys have maybe a, a virtual release party? You guys have anything in mind? You know, we're in the works of that right now. Um, uh, yes, to answer your question, yes, we are in the works of that right now. Um, it's something that we're going to do and really try to do up well. Um, cause we've done a couple virtual ones so far. We did one right when the quarantine hit in April and then we did one, uh, with clutch a couple months ago. So, um, yes, we're tr- really trying to blow this one up and make it cool. Well, guy, I want to thank you for your time, Blake. And, and, you know, if you were to just say one message in particular, uh, rise as equals, what, what message do you think the album can send? Because there's so many, um, positive messages in, in each of those songs and how to uh, overcome challenges and tribulations. And I think you, you, you set that pretty much in, in, in most of the songs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing we want to get through with this record is um, now more than ever, we just got to work together and, and, you know, move forward. And uh, that's really what we're trying to, trying to do with it. And, you know, and we wrote every song from uh, personal experience, and and I hope people, you know, notice that and you know see that, like, oh man, that was I've been down that road, or you know, I've I've seen that happen, or you know what I mean. So definitely, we just need to come together and rise as equals. Yes, sir. Well, hopefully, 
we could get you down here in uh, Florida very soon. I know you guys were scheduled to come in September uh, to Orlando, but you know, Corona hit. But we'll be patient. It's all right. We'll be patient. Well, I know we're going to go ahead and get in the pit and, and uh, enjoy it. But, Blake, thanks so much for your time. Album drops, rise as equals. Looking forward to the new album. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to jam to it and learn from it and uh, maybe even cry with it. Uh, but looking forward to seeing you on stage. Please, please, please put Florida in there somehow. We want to see you on stage down here. We will. Thank you for having me, Rodolfo. Thank you so much, Blake. Thank you, Blake. And again, uh, make sure everyone picks up the album or streams it on October 23rd. You will not be disappointed. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of pro rest of pro wrestling and pro mixed martial arts. Uh, likes to first come off first, just straight off the bat. Uh, Titan FC took place uh, last month in October, in September, and the next event is in November. That will be that. That's next month in the Dominican Republic, but it's going to be on a Saturday. But on Friday before, Fighting Force, which is a promotion based out of the Dominican Republic, will be hosting an event. Now, here is the cool part. As you know, I am the announcer for Titan FC, and I have been the voice for quite some time and it really surprised me it's actually November 21st alright my boss TINFC COO Lex McMahon a 49 year old man will be jumping in the cage for the first time to fight Justin Thornton now who is Justin Thornton this is a guy who has over 20-something fights. Lex has zero. And Justin is a lot younger as well. He's in his late 30s. Now, telling you that Justin Thornton has the most amazing resume because he doesn't. In fact, he's only 6 and 17. So, obviously, he... The, the, the losses outweigh the wins. His latest fight comes last year, August of 2019, where he lost against, against uh, Michael Lombardo via triangle choke. Now, he's had a couple of fights here in Florida, including uh, island fights. He's fought there. Um, actually, he's fought a, lot of, a couple of times there. And he finds some other regional promotions. Uh, not too many notable names. Uh, Walt Harris, you know, who's in the UFC, he did compete against him. He lost. Um, in fact, at that time, Walter Harris was zero. It was his debut, and he lost. Uh, or, or uh, Justin lost to, to Walt Harris. Um, and there's some other folks. Chase Sherman, perhaps I've heard of him. Competed against him as well. 
So there are some needs, but despite the fact that this that the lot the lo the losses overweigh the wins doesn't mean anything. My boss is going up against a guy that has had a lot of freaking fights under his belt, and I don't care how many times you lost. The point I'm trying to make across here is that he has the experience. He knows how it is to get in the cage. He knows how to control his breathing, being under pressure. Lex has just started. Now, it's freaking motivational as hell. In fact, he's doing this to raise awareness for those soldiers who battle with PTSD. At 49 years old, that's right, 49 years old, he is getting inside the cage to fight this man, Justin. Justin, again, he is 37 years old. He'll be 38. Uh, so that's 11. It's an 11-year difference that they have there. Again, kudos to Lex, the guy's balls, former Marine Corps, uh, as you know, an agent for, for many of the fighters, and in turn promoter or CEO of Titan FC. And then now, for the first time, he's getting inside the cage. We're going to try to get him on here, talk about his experiences, his training camp. I know that he is in uh, in Alabama right now. But I love to see how that is working out. He has some savages that are training him. So we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll, we'll welcome here Lex uh, in the near near few uh, few weeks before his fights or his fight, and uh, let's make sure that uh, you know we wish him well. We wish him well with that fight. Speaking about fighting or fights, John Jones, Israel Adesanya, Adesanya destroyed Paulo Costa. That's as predicted. I had predicted that, and. Israel, it seems one or the other, started calling out John Jones. And it got very deep. Israel or Jones uh, mentioned about what he feel or how, how would his father feel if he were to take on Jones. And then Israel just attacked Jones. How would your mother feel about your doings? And if you remember, Jones had been in a lot of hot water with uh, driving under the influence, doing some illegal substances like you shouldn't. And I got to tell you that, that the internet went wild with it. They, they were requesting this fight. Listen, I myself am requesting it. I think it'd be a really even, evenly matched fight, although I slightly give the edge to John Jones. But I would love to see that fight. It's a fight that is bound to happen. Don't think it'll happen this year, but maybe next but a very, very, very exciting one, to say the least. And not only that, remember, Jones is moving up to heavyweight, so Adesanya would have to move up. He's the middleweight. He'd have to go to the light heavyweight. I'm sure he can do it. It's not a big deal. He's a big dude either way. But I can really, really tell you, or I can tell you that that's a fight that's a coin toss. Who do you see? Winning Israel versus John Jones. Send us your predictions. Info at the And now to top it off, we're gonna kick it off here. Conor McGregor and Manny Pacquiao allegedly have a agreed to a fight sometime next year, early next year, 
with the benefits of that fight going to those impacted by COVID-19. I I honestly don't understand why we're seeing Conor and Pacquiao. I know that it's going to bring in a lot of interest and people want to see it just for the hell of it. But the fact of the matter is that Pacquiao is not in his prime. Can he bring it? Absolutely. Um, he's a 40-year-old something man. Conor McGregor, we're going to see the same thing that we saw with Floyd Mayweather. Only on the contrary is that I, I think that Pacquiao was just keep just stunning him with those fast punches. Because unlike Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather uh, is a defense type of fighter. Pacquiao is just like that bee that you just can't, can't get rid of. And he just starts stinging you. And that's what you get with Manny Pacquiao. But am I interested in this fight? Absolutely not. Let's try to get Connor inside the cage. Let's give some inciting fights against Kobe or uh, uh, against George Masvidal. Whatever. Let's get some freaking fights here. Let's get him do to do what he likes to do. And that is compete inside the octagon, not the squared circle. With that being said, uh, thank you very much for joining us this week on the program. Thank you to Blake. Shout out to the Miami Heat who are in the finals. I know they have a very tough competitive opponent in the LA Lakers. But how sweet it would be if we were to defeat LeBron James. Oh man, that would be awesome. And the Miami Marlins. The Miami Marlins are now headed into the divisional series against Atlanta Braves. Let's wish our boys good luck. And hopefully, maybe, wish we're thinking here, we might get two trophies. One for the Heat and one for the Marlins. All right. With that being said, we'll catch you right here on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Cheers. Cheers.